thought we were recording. <laughs> Ew, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, wow. everyone. It's been way too long. Wow, wow. What a time we've had. We survived. You, you we might survived have heard it. my uh, bubonic cough just then, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm barely out of the weeds. Yeah, it, you're Neither doing great. Um, I just recently got, like, back to a place where I would say I'm, mm-hmm. like, normal-ish, but still a lingering sensation of doom. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. we were both so, so sick. Yeah. I took, a, <clears throat> I took many days off of work just, like, fully hallucinating in bed watching uh, lots of 90 Day Fiancé. Steph somehow <laughs> uh, went and taught school. I had to. Um, just, like... I, I would imagine just tripping, just completely I, tripping. I did tell Robin this earlier, but when I talked, it sounded like my voice was coming from the other side of a wall. That's how I feel when I take hallucinogens. Yes, yes, it was very horrible. And all of my students looked at me with concern. They were very gentle yeah. that day, and I, I do appreciate that. Um, but it was like midterms. It was horrible. Oof. It was just awful. <clears throat> and um, I don't know how you even function. I mean, after I would just get in bed and rewatch Friday Night Lights, and I, I was sleeping like twenty hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the only one good thing about it was that it would get to be like nine p.m. Mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Time for bed," and immediately go to sleep. I, yeah, I Nyquiled myself every oh, night, including yeah. last night. And oh, yeah. I had to make a mental note to myself tonight: Hey, don't, don't take Nyquil. You're yeah. having a drink. Once you get on that crazy train, wait, you can't take Nyquil after you drink. You're really not supposed to. I've done it. Yeah, we've all done it. But you're really no. That's how you um, die. That's how you die. Yikes! Yikes! Look, we've all mixed our highs and our lows and our lows and our low lows. And you heard it here first. I think. um, So I had to go to a wedding (sighs) Mm -hmm. in the middle of this sickness. (sighs) God, um, I forgot that was part of it. Yeah, (laughs) And, and I was like. You know, five days in, so on, like, the tail end of, like, you know, my fever broke. Everything was, like, coming out of me. You know what I'm saying. That, the moment where just, like, it's, it's like that, that thing of when it was all inside your head, now it's all coming out your nose and your, in your mouth and your lungs. Did you do a neti pot? I don't have one with me. Mm. Also, my mom was like, those grow mold, you know? And of course, now I'm like, well, okay, that's no worse fear. Yeah. When did it hit? Okay, my sickness was like, okay, you know when mine hit me? Mm. Right after the Sleepy Hollow tour, which we haven't even talked about Ooh, yet. Ooh, oh my god, it's been I know. so long. It was like the very next day, I was like, okay, I am sick. It was a while because you had already been sick. <clears throat> yes. And then Sloan, shout out to Sloan, got sick Sloan. and then moved. And then uh, it was, like, the middle of last week, all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, no, this isn't normal. I feel like it hit you, like, Wednesday. I was just like, Wednesday, I I felt normal again. And when we were supposed to record. Right. (laughs) Like, because, like, yeah, the beginning of the week, I was like, I got this. Everything's fine. And then, like, to to be fair, also, like, four people at work were sick, so I think just, like... Going into work and being like, oh, no, no, no. Just a cesspool. Also, like, this is the longest, guys, that we've not done a podcast. And the longest Robin and I haven't seen each other <laughs> yeah, we realized for, like, three years. So long. Yeah. Like, seeing her today, I was like, my like, joy. I haven't seen you in so <laughs> I long. I you. I know. It didn't feel good. Um, Too long. Never We again. have to talk about this oh thing. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, 
We went to the Sleepy Hollow Guys, we did it. Champagne with the dead. Our favorite oh. thing. This has been in the works for so long. And guess what, everybody? Laura? We talked to Laura. Was there? We talked to Laura. We told her how we feel about her. We, we told were her like, we love her. We were like, you were a year ago this day. Guide last year. We met you. And guys, she she said that it's not the day job, but it's the dream job. I love her so and I, much. Fucking love her, and she's our mentor now. And I love her. We still yeah. have to email them because we got sick right after, and we, we didn't do it. Yeah, we like lost touch. We're with gonna the world. email them because we want to be their sponsor. Oh, I'm gonna apply so to much. be a, 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 a tour guide. Oh I'm God. also gonna apply. So I went to this uh, another cool event. You guys can check mm-hmm. out. It's happening this weekend uh, as well. If you're near Norwalk, Connecticut, shout out, shout out, uh, Hill House, Hill Mill. <laughs> Don't Fuck. you dare! Wait, not we have Hill both House. been watching a lot of Hill House <laughs> guys, on Netflix. It incepted me. My therapist made me stop. Of Hill House is so good. You guys should all watch it. Uh, trigger warning for everyone. Anything bad? Yeah. Um, so Mill Mill Hill. There used to be a mill on the hill. Now it's a historic society place. Mm-hmm. And. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I thought it was just going to be a cemetery tour. No. You go into a room. There's, first of all, projections that look like paintings that are normal paintings, but then they turn into, like, monsters or, like, <gasps> evil things, which I need to get from so my house. Good. And I was obsessed with it and couldn't stop watching That's it. They amazing. had, like, a fake skeleton bridal party set up. <laughs> um, it was so amazing. They, what happened was they brought you through a lantern-lit walkway in an old ancient cemetery. Ancient, like, I don't know. Ancient. And uh, actors covered in blood. One of them had, like, okay, I'll save it. But (laughs) covered in blood would would give you, like, a ten-minute monologue about their death and their haunting. And it's all real hauntings in Norwalk. (sighs) Really? Yes. I didn't know that that... That they had that there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, dude. There's, like, one of them is on James Street. He's called Old Horsehead. (gasps) He used to be called (laughs) Dumb Francis until he was kicked in the head by a horse and made him crazy, (laughs) and then his nickname became Horsehead. And do you know what he did? What did he do? He, like, he had, like, voices in a time when having voices was, like, Uh, get some rest, I guess. (laughs) And, um... But he, he loved his wife. Okay. But he was crazy. And he had problems. So what he did one night, I guess this was also when, like, husbands and wives had, like, separate bedrooms sometimes. So tight. Yeah. I would love that. Everybody should do yeah, that. Yeah, my husband needs to get away from me. <laughs> I don't like um, it. <laughs> so he was, he was like, hey, uh, sweetie, I'm kind of cold. Hey, Can babe. you? Yeah, hey, babe. Can you come into my bed and like hold me? I'm I'm I caught a chill. Uh-oh. And she was like, okay. And she went. No, it's it's nice. Okay. She went into his room and held him and fell asleep. Then he went into her bedroom, took all of her precious dresses <gasps> and put them in the cellar. And then he had he had saved a a barrel of like explosives, oh. laid on top of it and exploded himself. What? But he wanted to make sure that like all of her things weren't ruined. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, it's not. A lot. Ni- I don't think it's nice. It's not, okay, look, it's not nice. What I meant was she doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, but, like, it's yeah. very fucked up to be like, my wife will be upset if my exploded innards get all over her dress, so I might 
save yeah. I might save those but I'm gonna explode myself go still else? I mean I, yeah I guess it's a whole barrel that you have to move also it's the whole um you know mentally ill something. yeah yeah there's yeah. a lot of things fair. that don't make sense there fair and true but he you can still you can still see him on James Street oh shit mm-hmm. um wow mm-hmm. I love that I um you know I haven't had too many spooky things on the on the docket since Sleepy Hollow yeah. I will say Guys, the inside of those fucking mausoleums. Oh, man. Especially they, the Archibald one. Oof. I would spend I would spend eternity there for sure. Yeah. That one that had the, the little basement downstairs part. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. It looked like subterranean a level. southern mansion. You would have never even known. Incredible. And you that just one, put, like, some kind of, you know, phone charger outlet yeah. in there. Yes. You're done. You're good. So warm. Yeah. Also, I, I will say somebody, uh, some hoodlums stole the... Um, oh, the stained glass. Yeah, which yeah. is... You're haunted. Yeah, you're for sure haunted. If you steal from the cemetery, like, you're haunted. Have we... I'm, I honestly don't remember if we've, if we've met since... The um the other cemetery thing that we did. The, yes. The morbid anatomy thing. We did, okay. we did, we did. Okay, great. That's right, still right, up, though. Just People checking. can go check that out yeah, still you at Greenwood. Go check it out. You 100% should. There's also amazing events going on there mm-hmm. all October long. Yeah. We're in the midst of our seas. Ooh, it is our time. This is the seas. I Haunting Bill House in, is on. Oh, it is listener. The best. Once again, my therapist told me <clears throat> stop watching it, at least for a little bit. It's too much. For I'm you. my own therapist right now, and I'm encouraging myself to keep on watching it because it's so amazing. Um, I've also been meaning to watch the Christine McConnell show that's on Netflix. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, I stayed in a house this past weekend that was gorgeous and like it looked brand new, but my friends were like, oh no, my aunt and uncle bought this house. Um, It was like very old and decrepit and run down and like really, really old and they like gutted it and redid the whole thing. I've been meaning to Google it because I'm sure there's something fucked up about it. Mm. I was sleeping on an air mattress in front of a sliding glass door that had no curtains that just faced into the woods. what? So I slept a little uneasy because I was just like, like (laughs) any like wood dweller. Yeah, I moved the entire air mattress so that uh, I I couldn't turn my back on the door anymore. That's insane. So I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, I really hate that. Yeah, but uh, imagine just being like, good night, and you're covered in glass. Well, I just kept picturing like the sound of like, I can't even recreate it, but like, yeah. And then you look up, and it's like just like a child's hand against the the black horror glass. Yeah. Can I tell you that that was my night last night because a pigeon, <laughs> a pigeon has made its nest on my AC unit. <laughs> that happened at my. Th- and it's just slamming itself into it all night long. You gotta take that thing out of the wall. I got to. It's real in there. It's tight in there. But that pigeon, and I try to scare it Can off, but then I'm like, away? who am I to? Who yeah, am I to say I that pigeon can't? I know. Honestly, well, but no, then, it's not good for you. It's not good for you to get all that coming into. You. I mean, I I did. I did try to scare it off, but it's it's unwavering in its decision. I I'm sorry to bring up my therapist so much, but she deserves to be in her about. old office. There used to be a family of pigeons that would come in and land on her AC during our sessions. And I, no matter what was happening, I would stop and be like, "Oh, the pigeons are back." <laughs> She'd be like, "Gonna really need to snap." You back. should really focus. Speaking of ACs, uh, last tangent. I swear, 
the other night in the in the That's thick right. of my NyQuil tripping. I had just I had taken the NyQuil like 30 minutes before, so it was hitting me hard. Yeah. I was in bed 80 to 80 to 90% asleep, and I hear what I think is a is a babbling brook. No. And I am soothed at first and then uh, reality <laughs> just pinches me. Oh, shout out. Shout um, out. Reality uh, you know, snacks me about a little bit and I get up and turn on the light and the AC unit that's built into my wall, water is just streaming out of it. Awful. In in a waterfall pouring down onto like the little ottoman in front of my AC unit. It was insane. I, I had to basically like rearrange my entire room and try and like patch up this AC unit. <laughs> just like super fucked up on NyQuil. And it was sick. A, it was a real experience. Um and it didn't feel real until the next day. I was like, did it even happen? Did the flood come? I was like, <laughs> did it do it? And uh yeah, it's fine now. Okay, good. It did happen. That's good. It's fine. Anyway. That's insane. Woo! Girl, it's been a hard week, everyone. Been a long Two weeks. Weeks. Thank you for waiting for us. Thank you yes, for. Uh, we're sorry we didn't staying. mean to abandon you. Oh my gosh, I felt terrible. I did about feel it. really, really bad. Never again if we can help it. But you know what else? What we have an amazing special coming up. Ooh, yeah, we did. We have a special featuring some of our uh, nearest I'm, and dearest. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call them the That's the Spirit players. <laughs> <laughs> we have our friend. Zach Willis, Jordan Clifford, and Stacia Heisman coming back to read a tale to you. An original tale, unabridged. And I'm not going to give it away, but I did Instagram about it. <laughs> so, um, it's coming. It's the Halloween <coughs> special. Excuse me, everyone. And I'm going to be working on that hard. We both are. We're going to get it to you. Yeah, we're still hammering out actual Halloween plans because it is on a Wednesday true um mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that later i'm gonna be stevie nicks i think again i think you have to yeah. i think this has all been leading to that oh my yeah. god speaking of i know that you're not caught up but guys stevie oh i nicks know on the newest season of american horror story she sang all of gypsies oh lord and it i can't hear that without really crying. something um you gotta watch it uh anyway whoo Let's I think get we're ready. Going. Let's get into it. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Because I forget. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's a fresh start. Oh my god, we're also getting the privilege of seeing one of my favorite films, The Love Witch, in theaters oh, tomorrow. I'm yes. so excited. Cannot wait. Um, okay, so this is just a fun little thing. This doesn't have to do with my actual ghost, but I just Great. wanted to, since it's been a minute, um, check in with uh, ghost news. So I'm just going to read Please. you some headlines about ghosts from okay, this great. week. Uh, it's going to be the headlines plus the bylines right under them. But that's it. No other context. <clears throat> Great. One-legged ghost child spotted hopping at side of road screaming two words <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Byline is, the gongoy is a mythological child-sized spirit that lives in the woods. What are the two words? Gongoy. Gongoy. Yep. Ooh. I don't know what it means. You know what that reminds me of? What? When I covered the humanoids that it only had one foot. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next one. Ghost-like figure during hailstorm caught on camera. Oh. The woman was filming a hailstorm in Buenos Aires, Argentina with her phone and didn't spot the spirit until later that night. Next one. What? Tupac's ghost (laughs) visited Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) Byline. That shit scared the shit out of me. (gasps) Kendrick! (laughs) Next one. Is the White House haunted? Jenna Bush Hager shares creepy stories. Byline. Now we've got goosebumps. Ooh, wow. We should, we, this should be our job. 
Yeah. I yeah. also think, like, we haven't even talked about the White House ghosts, have we? Except for Lincoln no. Doppelganger. A little bit. Oh, my God. We haven't even, like, scratched the surface. We should surface really get into that. We should get into A.B. Lincoln's ghost. I know. We'll wait for an appropriate time. Yeah. Which is any time, honestly. Maybe Veterans Day. It's coming up. We'll wait for his birthday. When is that? President's Day. That just, that's in February? Yeah. Prezi's yeah. Day. Yeah. All right, next one. Mum walks down abandoned hospital corridor. What she records leaves her terrified. Whoa. Byline. A mum was left terrified when she stumbled across <laughs> something bizarre down the corridors of an old ward. Okay. A terrified mum. <laughs> that headline is very nondescript, but yeah. I promise you that article was about a ghost. Wow. Next one doesn't have a byline. <laughs> You're going to really love this headline. Ghost Adventures host Zach Bagans now owns Charles Manson's bone <laughs> fragments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, lots lots of cues. Uh why are why are his bones crushed up? Fragments? What Fragments happens to the rest was he like cremated and there's only a couple I, of bone pieces? I guess that is the only thing I can Did they assume. just like sledgehammer his his bones? No, like the one second <laughs> that I was looking at this article, I think that there are some meat parts in there too. Ugh, fuck. Yeah. Let me say this. For everybody who, like, is obsessed with Charles Manson and, like, murderers and, like, awful people. Do something people, better with your time. Guess what? Rob and I don't think that's fucking cool, guys. It's not cool. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Don't get obsessed with Charles Manson. Related to this, I went down a fucking deep rabbit hole of women who are, this is a real type of person, women who are obsessed with the Columbine killers. Oh, I know about this. And think that they're, like, their husbands. Yeah. I saw, like, an, yeah. an account of a girl who's <clears throat> covered in tattoos. Like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. I can't even oh, get I know. into it. It's There's so also, dark. like, I can't remember if it's Richard Ramirez. Is he the Night Stalker? Yeah. Where there's, like, a bunch of women who Ooh, are, like, obsessed yeah, with like him. Yeah, like, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's really a thing that happens. fucked up. Actually, I was just listening to um, last podcast on the last <clears throat> left is doing the West Memphis Three. Yeah. And I learned about um, how Damien Eccles and his wife met when he was imprisoned and he was, like, 21 years old. <sighs> but I don't think, I don't think that it's, like... Uh, like the more I learned about it, the more, like because he didn't, he's not a murderer. Yeah, no, I know. So I like, have heard him referred to as the hot <clears throat> one. Just saying, I'm just saying, and I've seen him. Yeah, I get it. Well, yeah, because you can't refer to Jesse as the hot one because he's the mind of a Stop. third grader. Like that'd be that'd be wrong of you so to do. Dark. That'd be wrong of you to do. It would. I, right. I would agree that he's a hot one. <laughs> He lives in New York City. You can tell him I yourself. I, I stopped following him on Instagram because I was like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, Zach Bagans has a lot going on, as we know. He's got to stop. Um, okay, but anyway, so those are just some headlines of the <laughs> Thank week. Thank you. Those, that's that's the, the news. news. That's the news. Just wanted to give you We should a do that every week. briefing. We should do the news. I would love to read <laughs> the news. Let's do it. These are all from the past, like, 24 <laughs> hours, dude. I couldn't <laughs> even go back a full, like, three weeks. All right. We're, it's a now a segment. I'm all, I will we're gladly let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I'm going to read from you now... Ugh, sorry. I, I having had three weeks, I should have something amazing prepared, but this is Don't pretty say lazy that to of yourself. me. It's from a website called Stranger Dimensions, and this is called <laughs> Five Signs a Ghost Cat is Haunting You Right Now. Ooh. Yeah. So wow. once again, it we are is also lazy burning a cat candle. We right are now. burning a cat candle. Wow. Um, it is lazy of me because this is just this article, but it's really good, I and really I think hear that it. you need to hear it. And I think I this to. is a good festive way for us to like get back into the swing of things. Yes. 
All right, so <clears throat> cats are inter- interdimensional beings. Mm-hmm. We've already established that they can teleport. Have we? <laughs> Gonna have to go back and what? reread that article. <laughs> and even sometimes come back to life. There's no point going over that again. Sure. But what about when a cat does not does move on from the world? This world. I'm so it sorry. It dies when a cat dies. As unbound travelers of the multiverse, you wouldn't expect them to remain burdened by the collars of mortality. Oh my god. Not for long. Ooh. No, according to many stories, they prefer to stick around. Don't believe me? Typical. <laughs> this author this has author been has through... A, has a, a burden to oh, like, God. unleash. Okay. Typical. Here are five signs that a ghost cat may be haunting you at this very moment. Oh, and a few no. strange tales to go along with Okay, them. let's do a checklist. Let's, let's do this. Okay, but first, why would a cat haunt you, Stephanie? I don't know. While tossing this idea around, somebody asked me, why would a cat haunt you? It's a good cue. They do seem to be solitary creatures just fine being left alone, and yet, this actually doesn't appear to be accurate. I'm going to come straight out and say that's wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. Many sources online state that cats are indeed very social. Yeah, sources including me. I can tell you my cat yeah. loses her fucking mind. The other night, I thought somebody was breaking into my room, but it was my cat finding a way to push my mm-hmm. closed and locked door open. Yeah, she my did. cat routinely, like... Just because she wanted to is snuggle. Tiny Spoon, and yeah. he, sleep, he sleeps the entire night like yeah. that. Maybe he was screaming and just, like, ramming her body into the door. Oh, um, so, yeah, their labels of independent and solitary are mostly myths. Cats are just a bit different, that's all. And as with any animal, cats are not all alike. Okay, blah, 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 great. So the idea that, uh, if possible, a cat would return from beyond the grave to lounge in their familiar surroundings or visit their previous owners isn't too different from the alleged ghosts of people. Yeah. Um, So there's also the possibility of residual hauntings, as Mm -hmm. we know, Mm -hmm. which aren't intelligent hauntings per se, Hypothetical paranormal phenomena can do environmental recordings. We've already talked about those. Truly, truly. So, now that we've established why a cat might return as a ghost, let's check out a handful of the signs. Okay. Number one, a furry presence. Ooh, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me just say this. How do you differentiate if you already have a cat and there's, like, always a furry presence? It's complicated, but I am also glad you asked. Okay. <clears throat> the main difference being, you can't see this, baby. You can just feel it? You feel it. Oh. Humans have a pretty good sense of when we're being watched. It's something we, as most animals in the wild, picked up from our ancient days of wandering throughout the wilderness full of predators. In fact, wow. studies have shown that the human brain has an innate ability to sense things about our surroundings without conscious visual information. So that's like when you think somebody's staring at you. You turn and see them, and they were staring at you. Right. You just kind of because a lot up of times human were prey, and you had yeah. to know that. Yeah. So that's a kind of like because if a cougar comes for you, exactly. you got to get got to get your right hook ready. Exactly. Punch it down its gullet. Um. Yeah. I mean, so there. Let's see. A 1913 study titled <laughs> "Don't You Dare Talk you know About Punching talk Down about a Cougar." Gullet, it took you a while to. I know. (laughs) My brain had to catch up, but don't you dare. (laughs) Speaking of cats, don't you dare. A 1913 study titled The Feeling of Being Stared At uh, revealed that... Wow! Yeah, I know. Is this my romance novel? Maybe. Um, Out of 146 Stanford University students, blah, 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 68% reported having the feeling of being watched at one point or another. 
According to the scientists. I'm sorry, 58%? 68. Okay, still too low. It's everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, It's everybody. 100%. Uh, yeah, if you think, like, you did something dumb and you're embarrassed, but then you're like, oh, nobody saw that, rest assured they did. They did. A lot of people saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, according to the scientists behind the study, the reported feeling could be described as uncanny or a state of unpleasant tension or stiffness at the nape of the neck, sometimes accompanied by a tingling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but what if something invisible is watching you? Something that by any normal human means should be impossible to detect? Can you sense that? And if so, what could your brain possibly make of it? Would you feel the same feeling? And according to many, the answer is yes, you can. A yes. feeling of being watched or that there is a presence in the room is often linked to signs of a haunting, not just by cat ghosts. How do I know it's a cat ghost? Well, uh, you know. It's the furry I think you know it's a cat in specific because it's a it's a hairy presence. Okay. And I hate to say those words, but you know. <laughs> okay, so <sighs> you're like something's different about yeah. this presence. So you know, I obviously don't take Reddit as an impeccable source for all things, but yeah. in this story, it says a little over a year ago, Reddit user. Not soon <laughs> sauce. All right. Share Whatever. the story of what he called a psychic cat. It was a rather extraordinary tale about the cat's passing and his eventual return, but it began very subtly. He said, I believe it took about three or two hours or so before he made his presence known to us. We first felt something appear at the door. Then the feeling grew stronger as it got closer. It walked up the steps toward us and we could hear the sound of the steps creaking like a cat walking up the stairs. Mm. They felt a profound connection with their cat and their otherworldly experience continued uh, with strange sounds at nights and sometimes the feeling of the cat jumping up on the bed and sleeping next to them, which I actually have heard before. Yeah. That, that I is actually, a, a lot that happens to me, because Blue is in Connecticut right yeah, now. Yeah, you'll feel a phantom cat sleeping the on the end of the bed. Yeah. Okay, so next up, phantom meowing. Oh, yeah. right. Which I think it would break my heart if I heard that. Me too, yeah. So people have reported hearing their deceased cat's footsteps, sound of them oh. scratching walls or furniture, playing in a litter box, even if there's no litter box there. And a lot of people have experienced haunted meows. Oh, my God. Um, So a different Redditor, you know, impeccable sources once again, Mm -hmm. is all too familiar with this experience. Several years ago, he he and his girlfriend owned two cats, and they were perfectly normal. It was the third cat that bothered him, the one that didn't really exist. Oh, God. It started as a strange meowing in the hallway. They wrote this off as just one of their two cats. Playing around, big deal, even though they never saw the cats nearby when it happened. But then he'd hear the same loud meowing, even with both cats right there with him on the couch, and at that point knew they weren't responsible. It went on for a while like that until one night the strangest thing happened. He was up late in bed reading with his girlfriend asleep, and he said, I feel a cat jump on the bed and look for my book to see who it is. No cat, but there is something. The best I can describe it. I can describe it, is as distorted pixels. What? Mm-hmm. Can be a rectangle. It could be a rectangle, dude. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's a small mass that looks like when they censor something on TV. Oh, man. Oof. A glitch, Ooh, in, the ma- no. a glitch in the meow tricks. <laughs> nice. He watched confused as whatever it was moved across the bed. It approached his girlfriend's hand, and she immediately and quickly drew her hand back and turned over like something had stepped on it. 
The distorted cat would never appear again, but sometimes he'd hear that occasional meowing or see the other cat staring at the empty hallway entrance, which I know that Blue has done in your living room. Yes. He does a lot of staring. Blue stares at the same, like, Mm -hmm. corner of my apartment all the time, and it bothers him a lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's scary. It's a fucked up thing. (laughs) Um, here's another case where a different user described her experience with a ghost cat. She had been asleep one morning when she felt a cat jump up onto her bed, then to her feet and up to her stomach. It curled up and thinking it was her cat, she began to pet it. But it wasn't. (laughs) She said, I began thinking about how strangely sweet she was being until I noticed that it was not the calico cat that I have, but instead an orange tabby. (gasps) And then in the blink of an eye, there was no cat at all! (gasps) That would really scare me. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I would. It would. This is also like, it's honestly. If you can't relate to this, guys, imagine if if you're the kind of person that loves like kids or babies. Yeah. Imagine that this is just a baby. Yeah, a baby like running up and hugging your legs. Yeah, and you're like, this baby. Oh my god, this baby loves me, and then it's just mm-hmm. gone. It's just not there. Yep. All right, three familiar but ghostly smells. Oh no! Yeah, I don't sorry, know if everyone. I like this one. Sorry. All right, so two years ago, this random guy, blah, 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 shared a story about, oh, it's a woman, sorry, her (laughs) 16-year-old cat who unfortunately had to be put to sleep earlier that week. A few days later, after walking over by the kitchen pantry, she was hit with the overwhelming odor of cat urine. Mm. Now, this might not seem too odd. Not only could it perhaps have been a remnant of the dead cat, but there are also other cats in the house, but those cats were asleep in the bedroom at the time. The door to the pantry had uh, been open. The smell was far too intense and fresh and focused on one specific area, and nothing was there. Um, She went and brought uh, one of her other cats into the kitchen to see if it would react, but nothing happened, and just like that, the smell disappeared. Oh, no. And never returned. Which, like, honestly, is for the best. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you... Imagine being like, okay, what kind of ghost would you like to be? And you're like, a pea smell ghost. Yeah, I, I want to be, be a ghost that's a like a, smell. a whisper of a pea smell. Yeah, just a just a pea. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, no. you probably don't get to I choose, like sadly. Um, all right, number four, shadow cats at the corners of your eyes. Oh, no. Which, like, honestly, after taking, like, a lot of NyQuil last oh, week, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that totally being a thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, like... If I put my purse in the wrong place in my room, I will think it's a cat out of the corner of my eye every single time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, what? Oh, no. All right. Mm -hmm. So many people have claimed over the years to have experienced shadow people, which are strange humanoid shadows that sometimes appear fully formed, other times undefined or blob-like. Same. Uh, Mm. But those don't always (laughs) appear as human. They're often described just as supernatural entities in general. Um, and sometimes they appear like in this situation, quote, I'll see cat shadows run around my feet, which startle me because the cat I own now is black and I'm afraid of stepping on her. But I look up the stairs and she's sitting at the top, just staring at me. Another, uh, another user, (laughs) I guess these are all from Reddit. Sorry, everyone. Another Reddit user, um, says that when he was very young, he woke up one night and saw what he described as a large two-dimensional cat that had the outline of a house cat, but was the size equivalent of a tiger. The cat was what? a shadow, but had glowing eyes. A dream? <gasps> Possibly, but the way he told it, the memory was just too vivid to be a dream. Five years later, the same person witnessed other shadowy figures in that same room. Fuck. 
He said, I was again walking down the stairs from my bedroom, and this time clearly and vividly saw a tall, featureless 3D figure run from the bathroom to the guest bedroom next door. Oh, no. Fuck that. Fuck that. All right, and number five, ghost cat apparitions. Okay. As with any haunting, the most profound sign is outright visual manifestation. Uh Uh-huh. Can't deny that. Yep. All right, one one person said, I had orbs thread around my path and rub against my ankles. The room would suddenly smell like kitty litter for a few minutes, then it would go away. A recorder I left on at night captured cat meows and the sound no. of something playing with the recorder and scratching oh, at the mic. Oh, my God. No, No, that's devastating. I know. I can't. Um, one other person said, I couldn't, I could tell that what I was seeing wasn't real, but I could see that it was white with black patches. It had color, but it was transparent. It took two steps and disappeared in front of my eyes. And that was at her friend's house, and apparently that perfectly matched the description of the friend's dead cat. Oh, no. Sad. I Another, can't even talk about dead cats. Sometimes I, I think know. to myself, like, I wonder who will look after Blue when I'm dead. Stop it, Like, dude. I really do feel like he's just, he's going to outlive me, and that's, that's the only way it can be. I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, another person said that once he was walking through his girlfriend's house when he happened to pass an open door leading to a bedroom, he gave the room a quick passing glance and noticed a cat lounging on the bed. He didn't think anything was unusual at first because they did own cats, but stopped when he realized that all the cats were downstairs with his girlfriend locked in one room. He turned around and looked back into the room and realized it was completely empty. No cat to be found. She confirmed that the two kittens were with her and the rest were outside. I described the cat to her and she said she knew what I had seen. It was her dead cat, Jenna. Oh, no. Then she went and got a photo of him and lo and behold, it was the cat I had seen. Anyway, I love a cat ghost except, except for cat the pee ghost. ghost. Yeah, the pee I one know. is just unfortunate. I mean, it's probably more territorial than yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, so that's just like a fun little wow. thing about how to know if you're being haunted by a I cat ghost. I love that. Um, I yeah. love that, but also it's like, uh, I don't know. It makes me sad. Well, sure, none of us want our pets to. To pass on. No. Um, I should rewatch Pet Cemetery soon, too. That feels like the uh, real 180 from that's the other sentiments, but yeah, no, yeah. I also want to rewatch <laughs> it. I think there's a new version coming out, maybe? Really? Yeah, I feel like there is. Oh, I only, like, last week watched Children of the Corn for the first time oh, ever. Malachi. It's unbelievably really, funny really and i weird. truly do love it yeah also i was like oh it's terminator girl is it yes oh i haven't watched it in a really long time i love her and that guy was married to michelle pfeiffer for a while what guy the main guy the adult guy i don't remember but Bert. I'm, I'm sure it was really good also, I mean, the guy who plays Malachi is like twenty five in that movie. Malachi. Ugh, I hate those fucking children. Yeah, I don't. In like my it. mind, I'm like, well, I would be fine because I'm a child, but no, I'm one of the old normies. That yeah, it's get, like, like when we saw those like limb from limb. high school kids playing a band. We were like, hey guys. Yeah, we're, we're like, like, hey, we're your oh, friends, God. and then we're like, oh nope. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Children in the corn. It's a good time. I also got Patrick to finally watch Pumpkinhead. I've never seen that. Oh, it's good. Is it it's like, like um, a fun children's movie or what? Oh my god, no. Okay. <laughs> no way. It has quite a cult following. I actually think, like, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a good movie. Okay. Also, guess what? Guess who stars in it? Who? Anna Paquin? The Milk Boy <gasps> from 
Okay, wait. Who's the good milk boy? The one who's not evil. The second one. Aliens 2? Alien 2? Yeah, Aliens? Okay, I don't know what it's called. Not Paul Reiser. Other one. Longer-haired, good milk boy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know their names. No, Ian Holm is also kind of evil. The one that, that, like, gets ripped in half. Yeah, that's Ian Holm. Yeah, he's not evil. He saves her. No, he tries shoving that newspaper in her mouth first, though, and killing her. But then he saves her later. Oh, he does? Yeah. I think I blocked that part out. Yeah, he just tried to kill her at first. Well, he probably had a good reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably yeah, his the starring the milk boy. Um, in Pumpkinhead? Yeah, dude. What? Wait, starring I'm the milk gonna, boy. I just want to give it a quick goog to confirm. Uh-huh. Um, um, we also still have to watch Trick or Treat this month. I do love that movie. There's also Pumpkin. a Netflix Tales of Halloween, which is a nice... Uh, What's that? It's like vignettes, kind of like Trick or Treat. Ooh, that's fun. It's pretty fun. Um... Yeah, I also found out that the actor, like, didn't learn how to read until he was, like, 37. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I don't think... 100% it's a milk boy that plays this man. Is it this old man? No. I'm confused. I'm gonna look it up. Is it Jeff East? There's no way I'm gonna know the name of this person until I find... Yeah, I know. Until I look up Pumpkinhead. Here we go. Well... There are only a few milk boys in Alien, and it's Paul Reiser and, and Ian Holm. Okay. I'll tell you exactly who it is. Okay. Of course, all of these links are purple, because all I did was just look up more information about Pumpkinhead, the movie, <laughs> as we were watching it. Maya Bialik is in it. <clears throat> That's fun for her. Ooh, somebody oh, yeah. named Dick Warlock. I think he was on Bewitched. Lance Henriksen, dude. It's neither of those milk boys. This that was is the, the old man that I just showed milk to you. Milk boy. Well, yeah, he's old now. I don't know what he looks like old. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Okay, the good okay, milk boy. okay. Yeah, different milk boy. <laughs> Guys, totally okay. forgot about him. Also, uh, listeners, when we uh, Bishop. Bishop, my favorite milk, milk boy. Wow. We're talking about yeah. androids when we talk about milk, milk boys. Yes, yeah, sorry uh, about that. I've named them that because their blood is milk. Yeah. And, um,. I just couldn't stop screaming milk God, boys when I, I saw it the first Sigourney time. How I forget yelling bishop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so bishop's the star of this movie. Oh, my God. I would definitely watch that. It's fun. It's a good creature feature. It's also, like, uh, it's a great theme on, like, revenge, which Pumpkin is fun. Head? Yes. Yes. Wow. I can't believe. I mean, I'm going to have to do a deep dive How it makes a the- monster of a song. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you have a ghost for me on the special you day? Do you. But I'm actually going over like a concept. Okay, I love it. I'm, I'm going to be talking about fully in Samhain. Oh my God! Yup, fuck me up. Yup, Samhain. Wow, what a fucking festive yeah. combo we got like, today. We're almost halfway through October. Yeah. And we let we were sick for most we of it. We let the month slip through. So our I'm gonna get through some of this. We're, we're gonna slam through it yes, so I can bitch. get through some. Alright guys, Samhain is also pronounced Samhain, but it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. It's not Sam Hain. It's Samhain. It's not Sam Hain, you fucking rubes. Yeah, idiots. Of that being said, I'm about to mispronounce almost everything <laughs> I say. 
Guys, it's a Gaelic <laughs> festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter, or, quote, the darker half of the year. That's oh, right. I love the dark half. Traditionally, it is celebrated from October 31st to November 1st as the Celtic day began and ended at sunset, which is awesome. Wait, what? Yeah. It began and ended? Yeah, like, the sun is setting. Okay. It's Wednesday now. <laughs> like, <laughs> night is the next well, day. I guess that's, that's kind of like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. just as, like, because, like, fuck time. It's just the sun. Right, right. It makes so much more sense. Yes. So, um, Samhain takes place halfway between the autumnal equinox and the winter solstice. It is one of four Gaelic seasonal festivals, which we should celebrate all of them. And many Wiccans do. Yeah, I think Um, I have with my mom. Imbolc, okay, I'm not saying any of these right. Bealtaine, which is like the spring one. Yeah. And, here we go, Lugnasad. Lugnasad. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. What that one that seems, one? it sounds German the way I'm saying it, but I promise it's Gaelic. Historically, it's widely observed throughout Ireland, Scotland, and Isle of Man. Similar festival, festivals, <laughs> festivals are held at the same time of the year in um, other Celtic lands. For example, Brythonic Galangif in mm-hmm. Wales, mm-hmm. Calanguav in Cornwall, and Calangodn in Brittany. Um, basically, they're all just Samhain. It's believed to have um, Celtic pagan origins, obviously. Ooh. And there's evidence it's been an important date since ancient times. I love October it. 31st. I love it. Some Neolithic um, passage tombs. Do you know about Neolithic passage tombs? No, can you tell me? Yeah, I'll briefly go into it. Basically, it's a consists of a narrow passage made of like large stones and one or a couple different burial chambers covered in covered in stones. Okay. So it's like basically just a long line of line of tombs. Whoa. And also burial mounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing with like subterranean chambers leading off from the main burial chamber into like different ones. Mhm. It's basically just like a passageway of graves. Dope. So Oh, now, where the fuck were they reading? So some passage tombs in Ireland are aligned with where the sunrise, where the sun rises during Samhain. Ooh, shit. Yeah. That's so it's dedication. just like, it, it's just like something natural and beautiful that they made forever. And you can't oh, deny. It's beautiful. I know. It's mentioned in some of the earliest Irish literature. And many important events in Irish mythology happen or begin on Samhain. This is also the time, and I'll get I'll get into this later. Where, and farmers still do this when cattle is brought back down from like the summer pastures, and like the fattest ones are killed for the winter because you know green grass isn't going to be available anymore. So they're just yeah. going to kill these guys right as soon as they're ready. I know it's very horrible, but you got to live. I mean, but you could spoon with them; they keep you nice and warm. Um, you can't eat a, a living thing. No, but you you know. Cuddle with it. Sure. Make it part of your friends and family. Yeah, I get that. But then how are your candles going to light and what are you going to eat for food? <sighs> Stephanie. Look, I'm not for it, but I yeah. understand yep. in the uh, olden times. I know, I know. Ancient times. In my mind, I was like, well, when they kill it, they just get rid of the <clears throat> body. But no, of course, that's not what happens. No, no, no. They don't sacrifice I the know. cows. <laughs> I was like, but they're a sacrifice during oh. Samhain. Um, 
So during um, the springtime festival, a lot of bonfires were lit. You bet your ass there's a lot of bonfires lit during Samhain. I fucking love the bonfires. These are um, basically protective and cleansing. Fire has so many cool things that I'm going to talk about in, like, Irish lore. Oh, please. Um, so many rituals. Um, so the fire basically, okay, Samhain was seen as a liminal time. Right. Liminal meaning... I know you know what, what this means. means. Well, maybe not everybody. Do you want to tell the, the the listeners? It means that the veil is thin, basically. Basically, yeah. It means that like you're on your like on the edge. You are passing through a transition, but you're not at the end yet. So that means that there are a lot of things in flux mm-hmm. and disorganized, disorienting. So during this disorienting time the boundary between this world and the other world mm-hmm. can be more easily crossed. This meant that the, ooh, I didn't look up how to say this, Aussie, basically I'm going to call these spirits and fairies, could be could more easily come into our world mm-hmm. during Samhain. Um, most scholars think of these like fairies and stuff as remnants of pagan gods and nature spirits. Nature spirits being one of my favorite ones, the band. She also candles, <laughs> just candles, <laughs> ghost candles. Um, at Samhain, it is believed that these fairies and spirits needed to be basically um, pleased, and you gave them offerings to ensure that the people in their livestock wouldn't die during the winter. They'd give them food and drink. They'd leave them outside. The souls of the dead were also thought to revisit their homes, seeking what hospitality of course course. you'd make a feast you'd leave a a plate and a a seat for them have you ever done a ritual where you've left food out of course yeah many many times a couple times uh yeah for santa almost once a year (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i didn't even think of that but yeah that is such a he is a spirit legit ritual yeah yeah it's a thing so feasts were had um, beckoning the dead back with a, a place at the table for them. Mumming and guising happened during Samhain. So guising is just like being in a disguise and then like walking around. So that's fun. And that's where trick-or-treating kind of comes we from. We should do it. We we'll should get do into that. It. I mean, like, yeah, I'd fucking trick-or-treat in my whole life. What is mumming? I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. Mumming is so like a mummer is an amateur actor. And oh. they would do um, like pageants or plays on the streets or sometimes you'd come like come to your home and normally it would it it would entail like a sword fight of some kind where one person wins and the other dies and then a doctor character would like revive the dead person really fun what but so mummers were like traveling like almost like almost like a commedia thing where they'd be like so Probably because my favorite song, Mummer's Dance. Yeah, it is could be the that. wonderfulest. I, I'm also familiar with Moomin Shots. Mm, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. So basically, like these people going door 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 in costume or being outside in costume, yeah. and um, you'd recite old crazy pagan verses in exchange for food. <laughs> we gotta do that. Dude. Mainly like apples and nuts, and there's a reason <laughs> why, especially apples. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Um, <coughs> sorry. Okay, it's good. Divination rituals, obviously. Um, lots involving nuts and apples, like I said. Um, a lot of people, too, think that it may have been the Celtic New Year. Samhain may have been the yeah. New Year for them. Um, yeah, many scholars think so. Seems like an important day. Yeah. Also, I think, like, the Western Christian Church moved. All Saints Day used to be in May. They moved it to November 1st. 
Oh, okay. I think to correspond with probably this? they did this because they were trying like, to too many evil spirits about. We gotta stifle them back down on our special day. Maybe, but I think what it was was that they were trying to make it easier to convert people. Oh, so it's like, oh, yeah, you already have, like, a thing? Sense. We're like, just going to, like, Hey, we it. celebrate this tomorrow. Why don't we combine them? Yeah, we're just going to put it and then, like, eventually overcome and diminish all of your trick. stuff. Yeah. Yes, like, we know that with, like, Christmas trees and stuff is all pagan ritual. Um, basically, that doesn't say it in what I'm reading, but I think that's what happened. Probably. Um, like I said, neo-pagans and Wiccans observe Samhain as a sacred religious holiday. So if you know one, wish them a happy Samhain. Happy Samhain, Mom. Yeah. Happy Samhain, everyone. So, guys, I want to talk a little bit about some mythology. <laughs> because what I'm about to say is unbelievable. <laughs> okay. First of all, like most mythology, Irish mythology was usually a spoken tradition. Shut up. But then a lot of it was written down by Christian monks in the Middle Ages. They Christianized some of it, but mainly just left it alone. Which is cool. That to is me. pretty cool. That's yes. cool of them. And we it kind of shines a light on how what sound meant and how it was how it was uh, observed in ancient Ireland. Um, like I said, it's one of the quarter days or seasonal festivals. Great gatherings, feasts, alcohol contests. Mm-hmm. That does sound um, fun. And yeah, doorways to the other the other world or underworld. I don't. Th- it's not under. It's just a side. It's just other. Which I like even yeah. more. Um, a lot of souls would just come. And so while Beltane, that's the closest I'm going to get, that's was good. a summer festival for the living, Samhain was essentially a festival for the dead. In a tale called The Boyhood Deeds of Fion, says <laughs> that a fairy mound or portal to the other world were oh, always open yeah. during Samhain. It tells mounds. of the High King of Ireland hosting a great event at uh, Tara and how... Basically, a fire breather spirit comes and kills everybody. Wow. One of my favorite ones, um, Colloquy of the Elders, tells how three female werewolves emerge from the <gasps> cave of Croatian and Otherworld Portal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And each Samhain and kill livestock. Oh, yes. When Kaskorach plays his harp, they took on human form, and the Fianna warrior, Kaelte, slays them with a spear. Probably all three at once, God, like a shish I love kebab. that. Um, a lot of tales of offering and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about ch- uh, people having to give up two-thirds of their children, probably no, like the town's children. All number. their corn, all their milk to the monsters' fomorians. They're basically just like grotesque monsters. Yeah. Um, they re- that represent like nature harm. So storms, mudslides, death, darkness, drought, that yeah. kind of thing. Um... It may represent, uh, what? I think I just read that. That's okay. Never mind. Here we go. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find my next good You're tale. You're doing so great. And now I just can't stop thinking about us dressing up and asking people for nuts and apples. Get ready, because we're <laughs> doing that, and it's, it's, a, it's a lot more. Okay, good. There's something called bog bodies. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Like a bog mummy? Yeah, it's like, um, it's men who become, like, enamored with a beautiful woman, and then they oh, okay. throw themselves in a bog. Oh, and then, nice um, yeah. It's also, may, might have been ki- kings that are ritually killed. No one really knows during mm. Samhain. Yeah, hard to say. Um, 
Do, 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 do. I'm just going to scroll here until I find the best okay. one that I can. Okay. 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 Sorry, everyone. No, that's okay. Here we go. Here we go. While Trying you're scrolling, I'll tell everybody that Steph has a gorgeous copy of The Good Witch's Guide. I do. A modern-day Wikipedia mm-hmm. of magical ingredients and spells. By one Sean Robbins and Charity Bedell, which is, wow, Charity, what? You really lucked out with that name. Oh, also known as Luna Wind. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, this book looks incredible and it's got a gorgeous cover. I really love it. I'm just going to get into historic customs because I can't find any other of the tales I wanted to show you. Please do. But here's what they do Samhain itself and the three days before and after are basically just a fest. Oh, yeah. Just a fest. Great gatherings. Meetings, feasts, mm-hmm. alcoholies, mm-hmm. contests. I like all that. A fuck ton of bonfires were lit. Ugh, I love all of that. And stones cast into the fire. Okay. It's mentioned in Foras Feasa al Alien by Geoffrey Keating. That's exactly what you say. You said it so good. Which was written in the early 1600s, but draws in earlier medieval sources, <laughs> some of which are unknown. He claims that the um, face of Terra was held for a week, so face probably meaning festival. Oh, yeah. Held for a week every Samhain when the nobles and olms of Ireland met to lay down and renew the laws. So it was okay. like, let's feast and, like, look at the law book. It's like re-up our contract. Yeah, if every year during Halloween we just, like, redid the Constitution. Yeah, it was like, you got to re-opt into health insurance. Let's make a party of it. Listen to this. He also claims that the Druids... Okay. Girl, Haven't even fucking opened the box on the dress. Lit a sacred bonfire and made sacrifices to the gods, sometimes by burning themselves in the fire. Oh he my god, you guys. All other fires during that time Y'all are crazy. were doused. Check this out. All other fires were put out and then relit from this one bonfire once a year. What? So like it's like fucking put out all the fires. That's like, so put out all the lights. Turn yeah. all the lights off everywhere. We're relighting it from this We're going to do this light. one sacred fire. Yeah. And then that's a fire for the rest of the year. Wow. I know. Druids. Druids. Oh, fucking druids. Best. Stonehenge. Okay. Shout out. Stonehenge. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> real quick shout out. Yeah. Real quick shout out. Shout out. We've both been to Stonehenge. You've been to Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah. I've oh, been to Stonehenge. Great. Anybody who's not? Let me tell you, you gotta go. Guys, go to Stonehenge. It's also in the middle of like hey, 400 guys, also highways. Hey, guys, wear a big jacket to Stonehenge. Yeah. It is very cold. It's a cold time. You can't touch it or get near it. No, Just but I think anyway. I did. Uh, Samhain was a time to take stock of the herds and food supplies. Obviously, the harvest is ovi. Yeah. Um, cattle brought down from the winter pastures for about after six months in the summer high pastures. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I mentioned, time to decide which animals to, to kill. Yeah, so. Um still observed by lots of people that raise livestock because it's when meat will keep and there's no more grass to forage. Um, it's thought that some rituals associated with slaughter have been transferred to other winter holidays. St. Martin's Day, November 11th in Ireland, an animal, usually a rooster, goose, or sheep, <laughs> goose. would be slaughtered and then the blood just sprinkled on the oh, threshold no. of the house. And then uh, it was offered to St. Martin, who obviously, obviously, this isn't a Christian tradition, has nothing to do with saints at all. (laughs) It's just something that a pagan god would want. Yeah. Why would a saint want you to just fucking (laughs) slice a goose and put a, like, sprinkle it on your door? Come on. Anyway, they ate it as part of the feast. Beautiful. 
Um, they did this up until the 19th century, so that's like pretty commonplace up until recently. Um, also, a man would dress. Okay, okay, I'm gonna need you to listen. A man would dress in a cowhide, and he'd circle the township sunwise, so that's clockwise. Yeah. And then a bit of the hide would be. He just clap like shroud himself in it. Yeah, yeah. Run around the town clockwise. Okay. A bit of the hide would be burnt, mm-hmm. and everyone <laughs> would breathe in the smoke. Ew. This was meant to keep away bad luck and it's cleanse. So is he naked? I honestly don't know, but I feel Ugh. like the breathing in the smoke is the weirdest part. It's so gross. But that's part of, like, fires and smoke were thought to be really cleansing. Yeah. So a lot of the time, people, there was, like, a tradition in lighting them and extinguishing them. And only certain kinds of wood were used traditionally, like... It was, like, a very intense, kind of like your house growing up, how we used to have bonfire, bonfires. And yeah. it was supposed to imitate magic, imitate the sun. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird thing that would happen where boys would light a fire. And once it's lit, a boy would, like, lie down near the fire as close as he could to the fire but not getting burned. And it, in such a position as to let the smoke, like, wash over him. And then the other ki- the other boys would run around, run through the smoke, and jump over him. And then when the bonfire burnt down, they would like compete on who could scatter the most ashes. What? <laughs> Which is crazy sounding. I would be. I would volunteer to be the the laying boy. Because it <laughs> I seems would like also, the easiest. I was just thinking, like, I wonder how close I could get. Sometimes they would. The town would light two bonfires side by side, and then just like walk through the smoke between them. And be like, I'm cleansed. That's fucked up, you guys. I mean, at the same time, I do get it. I had a bonfire this weekend when I was mm-hmm. uh, away with friends. And, you know, first of all, that bonfire smell, is it, it, it will linger. It is pungent. It gets in all your clothes. It does, in a way, I guess, feel cleansing to be close to something that hot and, yeah. and powerful. I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, who doesn't want to shower clean, after yeah. a bonfire? I mean, there wasn't showers then. No, that's true. So bones of slaughtered cattle were also said to be thrown into the fire. Um, people also took flames from the bonfire mm-hmm. back to their own homes, like a like a souvenir. Fair. A lot of torches were lit from this and carried sunwise around houses and fields to protect them. I get that. Because, like, I, it represents the sun and you're walking like the sun goes. Sure. You know how it is. Sure. Um... People doused their hearth, their hearth fires on Samhain night, just like fucking light it mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like get the fire going. Yeah, it's a special night. Also used in divination rituals. They would put in the 18th century. You'd put a ring of stones, one for each person in the town, lay it around the fire, perhaps in a layer of ashes. They suggest. Okay. Everyone then ran around it with a torch. I love the idea of everybody being like work. All in this together, like yes. High School Musical, we're doing it. Yes, and they'd just be exulting, exulting around mm-hmm. this running sunwise. But then it gets weird. Okay. Then it gets weird. Yeah, then it gets In then, the morning, the stones were, like, meticulously examined. Okay. And if any were mislaid or, like, moved, the stone that it, like, the person that it was associated with was probably didn't have long to live. Oh, my God. Which I'm like, don't fuck with that. I don't want to know. Yeah, what? I'm, like, removing my own stone... Like, when you guys are, like, okay, done with exalting. I just have one thing. I just left it at the... I'm just going to go back and, like, get... And I just take my stone because I don't want to know. I don't want to know. 
Yeah, but then they're going to be like, oh, Stephanie's next to die. And then I feel like they're going to like mind No, 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 no. I wake up super early and I put it right back. All right. And then I'd watch it. Yeah. Watch it. I don't want to take that chance. Yeah, I'd be like, can I opt out? Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. This also may, though, uh, substitute for what would have been an actual human sacrifice. Yeah, but does that mean that they just, like, pressure you into dying over the course of the next few months? No, I think it was enough for them to be like, okay, too bad about Joseph. Uh, (laughs) That's enough, right? We all think he's going to die instead of being like, throw him in. Yeah. So as they were, like, you know, getting a little, it's more of like a symbolic. Yeah. All right, I'll take it, I'll take it. Thing. So, okay, I'm I'm right at the part where you're going to like. Okay. Apples and hazelnuts. Yes. Often used in these divination rituals and okay. games. Wonderful. Celtic mythology, apples were strongly associated with the other world <gasps> and immortality. Oh my God. While hazelnuts were associated with divine wisdom. Like on one, one of the most, excuse me, common games was bobbing for apples. Another involved hanging a small wooden rod from the ceiling at head height, lighting a candle on one end, like shooting out, mm, yeah. and then putting an apple on the other. Uh, the rod was spun around, and everyone took turns trying to catch the apple with their teeth, but if you missed, fire in your mouth. <laughs> I'm playing that. Yep. What? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candle to the face. Candle to the face. Apples were also peeled in one long string. The peel tossed over the shoulder. Oh, yeah, I know like, that guy. Like, of your future sure, spouse. Sure. Um, also, then two hazelnuts were roasted in a fire. One name for the person roasting and another for the, who the person desired. Oh, well, well, If they well. jumped away from the heat, it's a bad sign. But if they quietly roast, you're meant to be. You fucking. Yeah, you fucking, man. <laughs> Items were hidden in food. Usually like a cake, a barmbuck, which is just like a, oh, it's wonderful. It's like a panettone, but an Irish thing. Should I make one? Oh, it's so good. It's just like a, a bunch of fucking fruit and nuts inside of a bread. That's delicious. I'm... I'll I'll make you one then. Cranachach. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a it's a fucking dessert. Sounds great. Champ, which is I don't know, but then one of them is just porridge, um, mm. and then portions served out at random. Future foretold by what you get, kind of like a king cake. Oh yeah, baby, great. Um, a ring meant marriage. A coin meant wealth. A salty oatmeal was baked. And then a person ate it in three bites and then went straight to bed in silence without anything to drink, which is a nightmare. <laughs> this was said to result in a dream in which their future spouse <gasps> offered them a drink what? to quench their thirst. I want to try that. I know, but I don't want to eat a salty oatmeal. I don't want to eat a oatmeal. salty oatmeal in three bites and then, and then go be like, I can't sleep. talk and I can't drink. Only if it has like Z-Quil like baked yeah. into it. And I'm yes. like, all right, bye guys. Yeah. Egg whites also dropped in water, and the shapes foretold the number okay, of we children. we are going to do that. No, I don't want to know how many kids I'm going to have based on my egg Yours whites. Yours is going to say 11. Fuck you, dude. Mine is going to say negative Shut up. One. Children were also would also chase crows. <laughs> and then depending on what they did, they would just say that that's like divine magic. <laughs> like, these crows, like, they went right and left, which means something. They would just decide what it meant. Something, yeah. Or Don't they'd chase be a like, crow? they're huge. Or they'd be like, I chased the crows and there were ten of them, and it meant it. Ten means this. Crows are enormous and scary. Yeah. No, I really like crows. 
You don't like them? No, I mean, there's. I know they're very smart, but they're big. They're like dinosaurs. They're really big, yeah. Corvids. I like them. They're very smart. And I know. They recognize I know they a are. human face. But as you know, I have complex feelings about birds, and mm-hmm. we. I can't get into it. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't. <laughs> there's not enough time. Yeah. Um. There's a lot here about like. Honoring the dead, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, some there... believe that the souls of the dead return home on the night Aww. of Samhain. Like the first season of American Horror Story. Yes, indeed, indeed. I mean, that a lot of cultures throughout the world. Yeah. Like um, Dia de los Muertos. Right. Um, tons. It's perhaps a, a natural thought as you approach winter, too, because everything in nature is dying. Hibernating. And, yes, know. and going to sleep. Um... So, but it wasn't ever, like, scary. It was, like, the the souls of kin that were gone coming to, like, bless you. Yeah. Unless you were inhospitable and they were like, fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm going to murder you in the wild hunt later. <laughs> God. Mumming and guising, part of Samhain. Yeah. From at least the 16th century. Um, in Scotland, man and Wales. People going house to house in costume, or guises, mm-hmm. reciting songs or verses in exchange for food. Suggested that it evolved from a tradition where people impersonated the fairies or souls of the dead and received offerings on their behalf. So you dress up as somebody dead and they'd be like, it's me. Can I have an offering? And people would be like, here you go. And then what do you do with the offerings? I think you you offer it up. You 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 probably leave it outside your house. Like they would leave food for their dead spirit people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times masks... Costumes, something called a turnip lantern, which I'm not going to show you yet. Oh, I know what a turnip lantern is. I can't show you that. <laughs> it's everyone, fucking terrifying. Everyone, don't look up a turnip lantern. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm also going to tell you about hobby horses. Oh, please. In parts of Southern Ireland during the 19th century, the geysers included a hobby horse known as Lairban, white mare. Also, what my patronuses. <laughs> Just saying. I know that you're not lying about that. I know that it was a white mare. Yes. Uh, And a white horse is also how the devil comes in the Bible. My Patronus was was a black and white cat, which is long. A man covered in a white sheet and carrying a decorated horse skull would lead a group (laughs) of youths blowing on cow horns from farm to farm. At each, they recited verses, very pagan... uh, like, strongly influenced by pagan Yeah, things. it sounds like it. And the farmer was expected to donate food. If the farmer did, all good. Good fortune. If you didn't, misfortune. Also kind of like the gray mare um, in Wales, uh, which takes place in midwinter. Obviously, the white horse is seen as an omen of death. Yeah. And something, death, something on a white horse, Bible stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, death comes, I think it's just death comes on a white horse. Maybe it's death rides I on a white I saw a man and something about death, white horses. And What's that one called? I saw Re- Revelations. Revelations. Yep, and there it is. It was a white horse and its name was death. Death, yeah, something like that. You got it. That's what it is. I'll look it up. But look. Um, so playing pranks also started now. So oh, people, really? like, mischief night, yeah, like, as far back as 1736 was pretty common. People would, since they're already wearing costumes and stuff and not all spirits are good, they'd start just playing pranks. And, like, especially the mummers, probably because they're getting heckled. 
Yeah, pro- definitely getting heckled. Yes. So trick-or-treating probably comes from the custom of going door-to-door collecting food for Samhain feasts, fuel for Samhain bonfires, so you'd go around asking for fuel as well, and offerings for the fairies. Alternatively, it may have come from the All Saints slash All Souls customs of collecting soul cakes. Oh, what is a soul cake? A soul cake is just a special kind of cake, and guess what? You'd like go around collecting them, and guess what? They're usually just called souls. She'd be like, I got four souls. Could I have a soul I collected four souls. Delicious soul. Please give me a soul. Yup. Okay, the traditional illumination of geysers or pranksters abroad on the night in some places was provided by turnips. Oh, my God. Or mangle wurzels. What? Well... Mango it is wurzel? a cultivated is a root vegetable. It's just like basically a different variety of turnip. And I think it's like so disgusting that only like cat livestock can eat it. Um, basically, it's a hollowed out turnip that acts as a lanthorn and often carved with a grotesque face. Okay. Um, kind of like a jack-o'-lantern, everyone. Also, they're set on windowsills. By those who made them, the lanterns were variously said to represent the spirits of supernatural beings or were used to ward off evil spirits. Common in parts of Ireland and Scotland in the 20th century, they were also found in Somerset. In the 20th century, they spread to other parts of England and became generally known as jack-o'-lanterns. But a turnip lantern is way fucking scarier. Infinitely creepier looking. Ugh. Guys, it. it looks like something that would been would have been in like a fifth Indiana Jones movie as like the the disgusting relic if there were one. By the way, that that verse was, and I looked and behold, a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death. There we go. We were so close. Um, we were close. The turnip lantern is like a death mask, like yes. stretched taut with just like a slashed mouth and eyes. I don't like it Does it, it say why it was called a jack-o'-lantern? You know what? Let me tell you. I actually didn't look into that, but that's a wonderful thing to ask. Because I would just really like to know. My, okay, you want to guess while I look it up what it is? Ooh, I'm going to guess that, like, just a jack was a word for, like, a trickster sprite spirit Wait, back I wanna... then. And then. I think that's what I was going to guess. Yeah, and that it was, like, a lantern for it to maybe, like, trick the trickster. Kind of like, like how... Being um, like, well, I'm going to put out a jack-o'-lantern so the jack is fooled and thinks that this is yes. the man of the house. Kind of like how your name, like a Red Hat Robin yeah, yeah, yeah. or Robin yes. Goodfellow was like, just a fucking fairy. Yeah. Fun. No, I think that's fun for I you mean, to have. that's my guess. That's my guess. Okay, let's see. do 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 Okay, named after the phenomenon of a strange light flickering over peat bogs called... Will o' the Wisps. Yeah, or we love them. Jack o' Lanterns. Wait, what? Okay, then it's really funny because it just goes in a Jack o' Lantern. The top of the pumpkin or turnip is cut off to form a lid. It's just ex- describing, like exactly how to make one. Um, That's etymology. I've the never... term Jack o' Lantern was originally used to describe the visual phenomenon of ignis fatus, foolish fire, known as a Will o' the Wisp in yeah. English folklore. We talked about wisps. Love them. Uh, I mean, you can't follow. Don't follow them. Don't up. follow them. Used especially in East England. Its earlier, earliest known use dates to 1660s. The term will of the, will of the wisp uses wisp, a bundle of sticks or paper sometimes used as a torch, and the proper name will, thus 
Will of the Torch. Oh, what? The term Jack O' Lantern is the same construction. Jack, Jack of, of the, the Lantern. lantern. <gasps> what? Yes. Wait, okay, but why is I don't know why, why they picked the names. I why? don't know why they picked no, the names. No, but like why is it a man of the wisp? Is I don't it just know. because it's <sighs> Why is it William and why is it Jack? Wow, wow, wow. Is it just like fun names? Yeah, I don't understand the association with a man. I don't get it either. Give it a quick goog. I'm, I need to get to the bottom of this. Why is a jack-o'-lantern called jack-o'-lantern? I mean, like, wow, I never would have guessed that they went back to Will of the Wisps. Okay, here's what other people think. The practice of decorating a jack-o'-lantern, the name comes from an old Irish folktale about a man named Stingy Jack. Oh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> well, there goes the rest of our night. Stingy Jack. Let me just stingy bring this Jack. full circle. Okay, there is a Wikipedia article about Stingy Jack. Amazing. Perhaps also known as Jack the Smith, Drunk Jack, Flaky Jack, or Jack of the Lantern, <gasps> is a mythical character apparently associated with All Hallows' Eve. The oh. Jack o' Lantern may be derived from the character. As the story goes, okay, fucking doing it. Tell me, dude. Several centuries ago, amongst myriad town and villages in Ireland, there lived a drunkard known as Stingy Jack. I love him. Jack was known throughout the land as a deceiver, manipulator, and otherwise drag of society. On a fateful night, Satan overheard the tale of Jack's evil deeds and silver tongue. Unconvinced and envious of the rumors, the devil went to find out for himself whether or not Jack lived up to his vile reputation. If there's a fucking fiddle fight, I swear to God. Typical of Jack. He was drunk. And wandering through the countryside at night when he came upon a body of his cob- on his po- cobblestone path. Oh, no. The body, with an eerie grimace on, it face, on its face, turned out to be Satan. Jack realized, <laughs> somberly, this was his end. Time to die. Satan had finally come to collect his malevolent soul. We've all had that, <laughs> that, that moment of fear. <laughs> Jack made a last request. He asked Satan to let him drink ale before he departed <laughs> yeah, to Hades. Yeah, that's my baby. I love him. <laughs> Finding no reason not to acquiesce the request. Oh, that's very generous. Yeah, Satan took Jack to the local pub and oh, supplied him with many alcoholic he took beverages. took him to the bar? I mean, he respected him. What a night. Upon quenching his thirst, Jack asked Satan to pay the tab on the ale. To Satan's surprise, Jack convinced Satan to metamorphose... So he metamorphosed himself into a silver coin with which to pay the bartender, impressed upon by Jack's unyielding nefarious tactics. So Satan's just like, okay, I'll fucking do it. Like, you're so insane. Yeah, fine, I'll do it. We'll get out of here. Shrewdly, Jack stuck the now, the now transmogrified Satan coin into his pocket, which also contained a crucifix. Oh, fuck. The crucifix's presence kept Satan from escaping his form. This coerced Satan to agree to Jack's demand. In exchange for Satan's freedom, he had to spare Jack's soul for 10 years. And I know that it's only 10 because Jack was drunk. And he was like, for, he should have said like, forever. He was like, fine, ten, deal. 10 years. 10 years later, to the date when Jack originally struck his deal, he found himself once again in Satan's presence. Jack happened upon Satan in the same setting as before, drunk on a cobblestone street. Amazing that he was like, I don't care what day it is. I'm doing it again. (laughs) And seemingly accepted that it was his time to go to Hades for (laughs) good. 
As Satan prepared to take him to hell, Jack asked if he could have... Oh, my God. One apple. (laughs) To feed his starving belly. I love him. Foolishly, Satan once again agreed to this request. (laughs) Fucking dummy. As Satan climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree. (laughs) He could just, like, poof, I'm Satan. Here's an apple, I'm Satan, poof. But he didn't. He climbed up an apple tree. Okay. Jack surrounded its base with crucifixes. He's been collecting them, collecting them for ten years. Amazing. Satan, frustrated by the fact that he'd be entrapped of again, why couldn't he just jump far Demanded out? his release, as Jack did before. He made a demand that his soul never be taken. Yes, there Not we go. So drunk there we this go, time, baby. Satan. Into Hades, Satan agreed and was set free. <laughs> yes. Eventually, the drinking took its toll <laughs> on Jack. He fucking died anyway. And he died. Like <laughs> I Jack's soul, my soulmate. prepared to enter heaven through the gates of St. Peter, but he was stopped. And Jack was told by God that because of his sinful lifestyle and deceitfulness and drinking, he was not allowed into heaven. Rude. Jack then went down to the gates of hell and He's like, begged right, for it. commission into the underworld. Satan, fulfilling his obligation to Jack, could not take his soul. Fair. He was like, we made a we made a wager, and I actually like it's in contract. I can't yeah. actually do this. Believe me, I want to hang out with you. Look, I would love for you to come in. You're such a rascal. But you sign that, and yeah. I sign that. In my words, law. To warn others, he gave Jack an ember, marking him a denizen to the netherworld. From that day on until eternity's end, Jack is doomed to roam the world between the planes of good and evil, with only an ember. Inside a hollow turnip. Turnip oh actually refers to a large rutabaga. Let me just be clear. Delight his way. The fucking end. Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack. Wow. 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 I'm gonna cut wow. and paste that whole wow. thing into my Bumble profile. I think that we've got to find more like that to read leading yeah. up mm-hmm. to. Halloween, even though I think there's just one, maybe two weeks left. Doesn't matter. Now that we Ooh. did Samhain, I mean, guys, there's unlimited Stingy crazy lore Jack. associated with all hollows. Oh, my goodness. But that's that's Samhain for you. Wow. Kind of the origins, some of the stuff. There's there's way more that I didn't get into. Yeah, of course, of course. But that's Samhain. That's where wow. we get our Halloween, everyone. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Halloween. I love Stingy Jack. I love Stingy Jack. I love the I do feel that he's my soulmate. Yeah. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. We've covered a lot of ground tonight. <clears throat> we really did. We're we back really on the did. back on the We're horse. We're back on. Um but not the white horse. No, uh, you know. And you know, we we are going to nail down that verse just so we've got it on hand to rattle off. Just tattoo it onto my palm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um have you a tip for the listener? I'd say just um, take care of yourself. Don't get sick. Yeah, I was also yeah. going to say, like, ooh, <laughs> definitely eat a lot of zinc and vitamin C and cold snap if you have it. Wash yeah. your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Um, on the uh, tour I did of the cemetery, one of the monologues was just somebody who died of the flu. And like, Ooh, I got my flu shot yesterday. I got mine as well. Yeah. And um, Get your flu shot, everyone. Get your flu shot. Uh, take care of yourself. It's uh, during these transitional times between, like, hot and cold temperatures – your body's freaking out. Body's and while it's fending sure stuff off, out. it can't, when it's adjusting, it can't fight off all of those germs and, like, yeah. staph bacteria that are constantly on your Oof. body. So just be careful. Oh, I read a new disturbing <clears throat> report today about air, like, 
hand dryers. Oh, yeah. That, like, I already knew they were bad, but this report was, like, they were, they spread so many germs that they're, like, a public health emergency. Yes. They're horrible. So disgusting. And there's Don't nothing you can those. do because, like, even if you're not using it, you're still you're in, in the bathroom. It. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. I just I just think that we should all have like wet hands. Just don't wash your hands, dude. Build no. up that immune system. No, 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 no. I touched both of my eyes with my open hand when I got here and I was just on the subway. I mean, yeah, we've all done that. Yeah. We've I do all that almost that. every day. Mm-hmm. I like lick like popcorn residue off my hands every day. Just like I've gotten actually right kind of weird about it. No, I do think that it <laughs> helpful about yeah i prefer not to lick the subway yeah something else my other tip um is is something that i've decided uh while we've been sitting here and touching this candle gently Mm -hmm. i am gonna order one of those things that heats up wax that you dip your hand in a paraffin thing i have that really here oh no i don't have that i have the candle that becomes lotion oh yeah i've got one of those as well that's fun though that is really fun that paraffin hand is really fun. i think i'm gonna go on amazon literally right after this and buy the thing that you dunk your hand in coats it in paraffin and then you peel it off and it's moisturized i think i'm gonna do it i think you should do whatever you feel i think i'm gonna do it yeah i think they cost like 15 bucks I also have to get a new humidifier because I opened mine to fill it up this week and it was just full of mold and I had to throw it out. Oh, yeah. You got to clean those a lot. I did. I just, I guess I didn't dry it right. Yeah. Sad. If you're uh, doing some oil Hmm. diffusing, clean that fucker up. Yeah. Don't get mold spores up in your face. Yeah, you live, you learn. You live, you learn. And, um, guys. Oh, friends, we love you you so much. So we much. love you. We missed you we so are much. So sorry. We're never going to do this to you again if we can help it. No. Um, most of you are probably like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, we love you a lot. Way, we love you so much. And we'll see, see you, you and how. Goodbye. Bye. Happy selling.